Welcome back, everyone, to Shred's Takes. Um, I'm Mike Shredder uh, with my guest here today. He's a senior in the men's basketball team, Tim McCarthy. Tim, thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for having me. So as we, you and I have talked briefly about this, but you're a big Bills fan. A lot of people on the team obviously know that. So obviously they came off a big win against Washington, big win against Miami, where um, Josh Allen, their most recent game, threw four touchdowns, you know, 300, almost 400 yards. Um, you know, they play the Texans this week. What have you seen from the Bills that you like, and what do you think they need to continue to get better at as the season progresses, in your opinion? Yeah, so one thing coming into the season, uh, I was really worried because uh, the Bills usually don't come into a season with a lot of hype. Um, and this, this year we were really highly rated by a lot of people. People said we we're going to be competing for the AFC with the Chiefs. Uh, so I didn't like that going into the season. Then obviously, obviously we had that disappointing loss um, against Pittsburgh uh, week one. Um, and yeah, so that was tough. Um, but I, I think I, I think we kind of knew that that was, um, I don't know, that was, we weren't really expecting, we weren't expecting that. And we think we, we bounced out pretty well from that um, against the Texans this week. Um, I think we're going to kill them. <laughs> I think, I think the spread is over 14 points. Um, I think they, they pretty much got embarrassed on Thursday night football against Panthers. Um, and I think Josh Allen hasn't played his best football yet. Um, his completion percentage is down from what it was last year. Um, he hasn't really connected with, with Diggs yet a little, a little bit, but not, not hasn't exploded yet from what we saw last year. Yeah. Um, the defense is playing great. Um, we're holding guys to holding teams under under 100 yards rushing each game. Um, so I'm really I'm really excited. We're we're gonna be, we're gonna be missing uh, Jordan Porter, the, the safety this week. Um, but I feel really confident. Obviously, going into a game against the Texans, I think this is a make or break game. It's going to show if we kill the Texans that we're really contenders for the AFC. Uh, so I feel really confident going into this week. Yeah, and I think something I would add on, too, is just you know, the big thing I, I think with Josh Allen is, is with him is just limiting the turnovers, but it's big. Like, I mean, as you mentioned, it's just accuracy, right? I mean, that's been kind of the, the problem with him so far in his career, and but, like, one reason why he took off last year. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the first two games, he had, like, a 56% completing percentage. And, like, you, you know, obviously the defense was holding their own, but, you know, they went against Jacoby Brissett with the Miami Dolphins and then, you know, with the – Washington football team, Taylor Heineke is a, you know, a decent quarterback, nothing special. But I think that game was good for Josh Allen because at least he got back to the Josh Allen that, you know, people, you know, are, were expecting. Um, but more so on that, I, I think, you know, we can shift into, I guess, another team in the, in the New England area, and that's the Patriots. Obviously, they have a huge game against the Bucks, and it's getting a lot of press because, obviously, it's Brady versus Belichick. Yep. Um, for me, honestly, I think it's. It, it, I, I look at the fact that this is a really good test for Mac Jones early, mm-hmm. because you know, as a rookie quarterback, he's 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 had his ups and downs so far. I mean, he's had his first two games, he played pretty well, but then you know, last week, you know, he threw fifty the ball fifty times and had three interceptions against the Saints. And they're, look, the, the weapons on New England—they're the twenty-first ranked offense in the NFL. They're not very good offensive defensively under Belichick. They're still fantastic. But I want to get your thoughts on the game. Do you think it's going to be a blowout? between the Bucs and, and the Patriots? Or do you think that Belichick is going to have more of an effect on Brady than you than people may anticipate? I think that first half, I think uh, it'll be close. I think that Belichick coming in coming into the game, he knows Brady well. Um, I think they'll be able to game plan that first half um, and hold, them, hold it to a close game. And, and people will be, be tuning in saying, oh, this is going to be close second half. And when the second half comes around, I think that, that Brady's going to figure it out. Um, and I think they're going to they're gonna blow, blow them out win by, by over two touchdowns uh, when it comes down to it. I think the Bucs just have too many weapons, too good. Uh, as you said, Mac Jones is inexperienced, and um, against Saints, they, he played pretty awful. So um, I definitely see the Bucs winning, winning by, by a decent margin here. 
um, driven by driven by a second half kind of surge from from Brady and, and all the weapons they have. When you look at the um, Brady Belichick dynamic, do you do you think that um, everything could have been handled maybe better that way, or do you think like the, the you know that that breakup was it was inevitable to happen, and that like you know it's better off the way it is now? Because I because in my opinion, I think that like for Brady's perspective, he's saying they're like. Thank you very much. I get to prove to everyone why I'm the greatest quarterback of all time because Brady just is wired like that. But Belichick has struggled since he hasn't been there because he hasn't had a quarterback yet. I mean, Mac Jones may be that. We don't know. Right? He's, he's young. But he hasn't had a quarterback yet in his two years that has really taken off in, in a way with Josh McDaniels. So I think that's something I look at. But I don't know what you, your opinion on that is. Yeah, I think Belichick is, is more likely to get rid of a guy a year early than he is to get, get rid of a guy a year late. And we've seen that. We've seen countless examples of that. Um, so I think that's kind of what he was doing there. Um, Brady, obviously being what, 45 years old now, um, he, there's going to be a certain point where he's going to start to decline. And, um, obviously last year, uh, wasn't great for Belichick, wasn't great for his brand, um, with Brady winning at all. But I think that, I think that Belichick is, is happy to move on from Brady. Um, I think, um, it'll be a really good game. Um, tensions will be high. Um, but yeah, I think I think Belichick's the type of guy that's going to play the numbers, um, and he 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 kind of saw the writing on the wall. I think Brady did too, um, just in the fact that uh, he wanted to kind of he was changing to a different stage in his career. I think, um, and being having more personality and coming out a little bit more, and obviously selling his book and his TV twelve method and all that stuff. I think it was only inevitable for him to move on from the Pats um, at some point. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't think Belichick is too worried about it. Um, I think he he's he was ready to move on. Yeah. Uh, let's shift over to the Boston Celtics. And yeah. as, as you know, I'm a Knicks fan, right? Which, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm here to talk about. From the, Celt- from the Celtics angle, and this is no bias whatsoever, because I think when, you know, the, the hire of Emi Yudoka, who unfortunately just contracted COVID like four or, four or five days ago, which from what I heard. But, you know, I, I think it's, it's a decent hire. I, I think that he, his experience being an assistant at, with the San Antonio Spurs and the Brooklyn Nets is going to provide value because he's been with teams that have been very successful. Um, Boston has been a good team recently, but I feel like they, they're a team that hasn't quite got over the hump. And I'm going to say that's because of Jason Tatum. And the reason why I think that is not because he isn't a great player, because he is. I don't think he makes the guys around him better that went to the point where you can say, okay, that guy is going to lead that team to the championship. And, you know, maybe Jalen Brown can help out with that. Maybe, you know, Marcus Smart and his leadership can help out with that, but Smart's very erratic offensively. Yep. Um, and then I kind of look at Schroeder, for example, who's like also very erratic. So the problem is I have a lot of question marks with the Celtics because I know what I'm going to get from Tatum from a scoring perspective. I know what I'm going to get from Brown. They're, look, they're both great two-way players, but I don't, I don't feel like there's going to be enough getting guys easy shots on, in the Boston offense. Maybe, maybe you know, Coach Yudoka's going to, you know, fix that, but – I just I see a lot of question marks around their depth and you know just being able to spread the ball and get a lot of assists. I feel like it's just going to be a very heavily ISO team, and you know that works sometimes in the NBA. But I just feel like that's going to be the problem. I see them. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I would agree, actually. Um, I think that the way that Tatum plays, being a number one option, um, getting the hall, getting the ball in the mid post, backing backing guys down, getting getting mid range jump shots. I don't think that's sustainable for a team, and I don't think. Like you said, it doesn't make other guys better. A lot of times watching the Celtics last year, we have Jalen Brown gives it to Jason Tatum. It's your turn to score. Then J- J- Jalen Brown gets a chance. It's your turn to score. Um, stuff like that. So, And then even Smart. Like Smart um, really plays really well in the pick and roll. But other than that, he's not really a creator. Um, and, and I would agree with you that the Celtics don't really have that, that guy who's going to facilitate the ball well and, and make plays for others. 
Um, so, so I, I don't have huge high hopes for the Celtics going into this season. Um, I'm sure you don't have too high hopes for the Knicks either. Um, nope. But, but I'm, I'm excited to see, excited to see what they can do. Um, obviously Al, Al Horford coming back, Enos Cantor coming back. I'm going to be interesting to see what they can do. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we'll be middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference, four or five seed, heading to the playoffs. Um, but like you said, I think Jason Tatum, uh, his play style, I think, had the ceiling in terms of taking the team to the next level. Uh, I like Jalen Brown's game better than him, although he might not be a better scorer. Um, I think he has a better sense of the game. Um, but like you said, I think, I, think, I think they might struggle in that aspect. I'm looking forward. I don't know much about the new coach, but I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what, what he can do. Yeah, no, I just think it's interesting when you look at the fact, look, like Brad Stevens, obviously, and, and it's pretty obvious. I think he lost the locker room pretty early on in that season. Now, if you ask when Tatum and Brown, and that Brown were asked about it, they're obviously not going to say that we yeah. that the guy lost the locker room. But you can tell by the way they were playing, they weren't as inspired. Um, and then when they got in the playoffs, for example, you know Tatum kind of had to carry that team all by himself. Which, to his credit, even though they lost in five games, he played fantastic in that series. Like he was definitely not yeah. the reason they lost. And for example, you know he, when you're scoring forty points, it's great. But that that team that they had around him wasn't very good. Now you're bringing Jalen Brown back, who averaged 25 points a game last year, right? And, you know, he's a guy that is an all-star, and I, I, I really like him. I think that he does a lot of things really well on the court. He defends. I think he facilitates. I think he, you know, can score from all three levels, and I think he scores pretty efficiently when he chooses to, as it sometimes takes bad shots. Um, but I think, for me, honestly, I think the Celtics, um, you know, I think that the East has gotten a lot better. I think that you look at teams like the Hawks, right? They're coming back strong again, right? I think Chicago, they're unproven, but they did do a lot in free agency. Um, and I, I think that, you know, people are like, you know, Miami, I think, has really made a big step up too. So I, I don't really, I mean, I don't know if they're a four or five seed. Um, I mean, you can, can tell me why you, you think, think they're lower. I think they're more like six, six or seven. Um, I, I think the Knicks are like six to eight, to be honest, too. Um, I just think that, the East has gotten significantly better, and I don't – and, like, for example, Knicks get Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, who are who did well for the Celtics, but, like, you know, Walker's yeah. always hurt, and Fournier's more of a six-man, and we paid a lot of money to get him. So I, I don't know – I mean, I, I don't know uh, – I guess my question is, what convinces you that they can still be a middle-of-the-pack team? Do you think just because they have the star power to do it? Because I'm saying they weren't playing inspired basketball, and they were a seventh seed last year. So just, like, I would love to hear yeah. what you think. Well, well, you started out talking about with Brad Stevens losing the locker room. I, I don't know if I would just, I would agree with that. I think Brad Stevens is not a rah-rah guy. Uh, mm. He's more of an X and O guy. Mm. Um, you saw what he was able to do with Isaiah Thomas, uh, making him an MVP candidate. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't think he lost the locker room in so much as the Celtics kind of, kind of reached their plateau as a team. That, that, that roster reached their plateau, I think. Um, with Marcus Smart not really get, getting better. Um, Jalen Brown, he had, a, he had a great season, obviously, all-star season. Um, but we, I felt like we weren't taking the next step. And I think that was part of the frustration we had. Mm. And then Kemba obviously being hurt. Um, so I think that's where that came from. Remind me of your question again. Oh, why do I think they're in the middle of the pack? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Chicago, I'm not worried about. Um, the Heat, it'll be interesting to see with Lowry. Obviously, they, I think they overperformed in that, in that finals run um, with Jimmy Butler obviously playing like, like an MVP. Um, but I feel confident in and us being middle of the pack just because, just because of how good Jason Tatum is, how good of a scorer he is. Um, Schroeder, I, I love that sign. I think what Brad Stevens has done with a, as a GM in the last couple of months has been much better than what he's been doing as a coach the last two or three years. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we didn't overpay for anybody. We got rid of the Kemba contract. Um, we got Al back, great locker room guy, guy who loves Boston. Um, 
So I feel confident in, in coming into that, coming into this season with new energy. I'm interested to see what Udoka has, has to offer in terms mm-hmm. of his coaching um, and getting the guys to play together. Yeah. No, I, I think one thing you pointed out that I do agree with is I think getting size was, was, was needed. Like in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, Boston centers last year were like Tristan Thompson, Luke Cornett. And, and look, I think Robert Williams has a lot of potential. Yeah. The issue I have with him is just injuries and get it, staying in, you know, out of foul trouble. Yep. He gets in foul trouble too easily. So, I, I, you know, because when, you know, when he's inspired and when he's, you know, not in foul trouble, guy gets like six blocks, like no problem. I mean, yeah, there was a game in the playoffs where he had like six blocks. I mean, in not that many minutes. I mean, the guy's, you know, freak athletically. So, I think having Al Horford too, people don't realize this. I think, you know, Al Horford's not going to probably come in and average, you know, like he's not going to be the Al, no. Al Horford of 2018. But he, he's going to be there to, you know, provide some leadership, provide some mentorship, I think, which I think is a – especially for a young big guy who struggles a little bit. I think that's something that, you know, Thibodeau, for example, helped like Mitchell Robinson a little bit and Julius Randle with this past year, just like providing, you know, guys around like with the guys like Todd Gibson around the Knicks, for example, mm-hmm. I think that always pays um, a big, um, you know, benefit going forward too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think Brad Stevens has been a much better GM and I, and look, I, I, X's and O's. I mean, he is, he is, he was one of the, better young coaches in the league. And I think yeah. he did get, you know, unnecessary flack, I think a little, a little too much, but I just, I think that for my opinion, I think that, you know, the, the players just were a little too uninspired. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, do you, when you look at going back to the NFL, when you look at the AFC, um, just, I mean, the AFC is kind of nuts right now. I mean, Kansas yeah. City's one and two. You look at the fact that right now the Chargers are really good. Denver's really good. I mean, the AFC West is fantastic at this moment. Um, that could be really something to change. But I'm saying like the Bills, for example, look like they're clearly the, the best team in the AFC East because Tua is obviously injured and the Jets are terrible and the, the Patriots we aren't just aren't that good offensively. You know, where I guess it's really early to tell this, right? Because it's only been three games so far in the NFL. But have you seen enough from the Bills to say this team can get back to that point? Or do you say they have a lot of work to do to be that team they were last year? I don't think they have a lot of work to do. I think I think they haven't played their best football yet. Um, with Josh Allen playing, he's playing mediocre football. I think um, for him at least, right? He's playing. He's playing fine. He, they're winning. They're winning football games. But when he takes that next step, um, starts to connect with Diggs more, um, I think that I think that they're going to be be very dangerous. And I think the only the only team staying in their way, honestly, is the Chiefs. Um, losing the AFC Championship game last year, um, I thought for sure the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl after after uh, beating the, the Bills in the way that they did. Um, I think Mahomes probably was concussed in that game in the in the Super Bowl, perhaps. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel really confident. I think the Chiefs are the only team that I see standing in our way right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the Chargers are playing well. Broncos have played some some pretty bad teams so far, so I think that that's a little misleading. Um, Raiders played pretty well. Derek Carr's playing well. Um, but yeah, I feel really confident. Um, just that that Chiefs is that last kind of speed bump. Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is more than a speed bump, I would say. Um, but and they're not, they're not going to remain, remain one one. No, two not at all. They're they're going to they're going to be in the they're going to be firmly in the playoffs, um, especially with that extra game this year, seventeen games in the regular season. So yeah, um, I feel confident going going into going into the rest of the season. I think um, I think the only the only direction is up right now for us. Good. Well. Uh, that's going to conclude the show. Tim, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, that's another episode of Shreds Takes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for having me.